0: Welcome to Ghibli Minute. Ghibli Minute. I'm Richard Dunham.
1: I'm Chiago Dunham.
0: I'm Rick from the
2: Mad Max Minute.
1: And I'm Julia, also from Mad Max Minute.
2: Welcome back, guys. Uh, Thank thank you. you. so much for for joining us once again. Our pleasure. Today, oh, Ghibli Minute, in case you're wondering (laughs) what it is that we're doing here, is the podcast where we talk about Studio Ghibli movies one minute at a time.
3: Minute by minute.
2: Or minute by minute. That's another way to say that. Today, we're talking about Nausicaa of the Valley of the Wind, minute 88. Minute 88 starts with the Bajit brig coming out of the clouds to find the Tolmecian Corvette waiting for them.
3: Surprise, surprise.
2: <laughs> and it ends with fighting in the halls and the Tolmecian soldiers walking through the brig. Mm. Mm, looking like they own the place. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah.
1: Pretty declaring pretty cool. that they own the place
2: yeah they're about to we see the we see the subtitle we don't we don't hear them say that until the next minute <gasps> mm. oh yeah but uh, yeah i first wrote that down and then i watched the next minute. And i'm like oh oh they didn't say it yet <laughs> uh i think these guys need a support ship
3: <laughs> pajit?
2: the pajit brig yeah, yeah. i don't They'd... think just having one ship is really working for them.
3: No, I think they need <laughs> at least a crow's nest or something. They need a
2: crow's nest or a lookout. <laughs> they need somebody. I mean, they got that glider that they just stole. Yeah. They should put somebody on that as a lookout or something. This is a lesson that was learned by the pirates in our next movie. Oh, yeah. Castle, Castle in, the in the Sky. sky. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Because they, yeah, they just.
3: Yeah. Put Asbel on that glider. could pointed out all the controls to him when they were in the, the bottom of the the sea of decay.
2: Yeah, just uh, like a slow lumbering ship uh, with no support.
3: It's not smart.
2: No, it's just it's hard to kind of yeah, it's hard to put up a defense yeah. if you don't know, you know, without any without the maneuverability just to to the ability to look around and see where the enemy is. Yeah, it's not it's not good. Again, it it points to their skill at uh self-sabotage.
3: <laughs> yeah, self-destruction. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. Now, you mentioned Sky Pirates in... What, what's the... Castle in the, the Sky, mo- yeah.
0: Now, is Castle in the Sky all about like airships and Sky Pirates and things like that?
3: I mean, basically.
0: Yeah, pretty much.
3: Yeah. That sounds amazing.
0: Because yeah. I was watching the Tomekian gunship drop down on top of the Pajit gunship, and I'm like, I want a whole movie of stuff like this. The ship-to-ship, flying, quasi-naval combat. You guys, that guys would love so Castle in the Sky. Yeah, you,
2: they, you yeah. get a lot of that yeah. in, uh, in Castle on the Sky, for sure.
0: You might have to have us back for that one. Just oh, so yeah, I think we will. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: yeah, that wouldn't be a problem. Yeah. Because uh, I just
0: love the fact that they come down and their gunship is just so perfectly shaped to get right into position so that those guys can just hut, hut, hut out the back. And then there just happens to be a handy little hatch there for them to blow through.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. My when they're blowing through that hatch, they've got like two or three, sep- you know, different guys all working on it at the same time. One with a machine gun and one with a, a sword. <laughs> It's a little, uh, you know. I was thinking these guys are going to step on each other. <laughs> I would not want to put my <laughs> <laughs> too many
0: hands in the fire. <laughs> exactly. I would
2: not want to put my hand, my sword, or my arm anywhere near where somebody's like firing a machine gun. Yeah. Yikes. Mm. I like that. Uh, you know that Nausicaa, Again, we get a a really good look at, at her character. She wants to stay and help, yeah. and Asbel has to make the argument to her that she's got more important things to do and it it kind of speaks to kind of her mindset that she's you know she wants to tackle the next thing in front of her if she sees somebody in trouble she wants to help whether or not it's the best thing to do at the time or whether there's like a larger purpose it's i don't know how she makes that prioritization you know what i mean Hmm.
1: i am worried about her in the rest of her life based (laughs) on this character trait because if if she has three people that need help all at the same time, she chooses one, she's going to feel guilt about not helping the yeah. other two. Yeah. If she stays to help these people on the airship, her own people are going to suffer for it. Yeah. And while at the time she was helping the person in front of her, other people were suffering that she could have also helped. Those things are going to haunt her for the rest of her life. If she doesn't learn to prioritize and make the tough decisions.
2: Yeah, this is, it kind of contrasts with Kushana. Oh, yeah. Who kind of has like, who's at the other end of the spectrum. Yeah. There, where she's like, here's the end goal. That's what I'm focused on. And the most efficient way to get there is going to hurt some people along the way. But, you know, tough cookies. Yeah.
3: You win some, you mm-hmm. lose some, you know? <laughs> yeah
2: yeah and, and nausicaa is kind of a, the opposite where she doesn't want anybody to get hurt mm-hmm. and it's a very tricky path for her to to pick out you know to to avoid hurting people or to help people at every at every point like you said it's
0: one of those things that princesses have to learn before they can become queen
3: yeah yes kushana is on the right path I do appreciate that we have these
1: juxtapositions between Kushana and Nausicaa. And Kushana later on down the movie does say that she wants to get to know Nausicaa. She finds her character fascinating and she wants to learn about her, learn what makes her tick and all these kinds of things. And at the time, it kind of sounded a little sarcastic, but looking back on it, I think she was serious.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's Kushana likes results and she sees... Nausicaa get results, yeah, and she's not <laughs> full of herself enough that she, you know, can't recognize when something is working better than what she's doing. Yeah, like she's not. She's ready to learn, right? Mm-hmm. And when she sees something that that's better, and Nausicaa is getting results, so yeah, so yeah, I don't. I didn't see that. I don't see that as you know Kushana's heart melting or anything like that. I see that as just another. Another facet of her practicality thing. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You gotta hand it to her.
3: Yeah. That's
0: right. Richard. (laughs) You you can't just say Richard when you're mad at me because then you you might you confuse us. You talking to me or you're talking to Richard. I'm saying it to both of you.
1: (laughs) Just automatically I'm saying it to both of
2: you. Uh so my, I had a question just about what the Tolmecans are doing, right? So these this corvette was sent out by Kuratoa mm-hmm. to retrieve the other Tolmeckian troops at Pajit. Right. So, you know, are they on their way to Pajit or are they on their way back from Pajit? Like, did they go to Pajit, find out there's nobody there and on their way back?
3: I think they're on their way back.
0: Yeah. I and, like the idea that they're out hunting.
2: But was that part, is that like just standing orders? Was that part of Kurotowa's orders? Is this, is the captain of this Corvette acting on his own initiative?
3: I feel like he might be acting on his own. Hmm.
2: Like if they come back with this brig... Is Kuratoa or, and or Kushana going to be, hey, good job? Or are they going to say, hey, what are you doing with this? That's not what I told you to do.
0: <laughs> well, if the Tomekians capture this brig, they'll finally have a ship that can withstand gunfire. That's true. Yeah,
3: that's very true. <laughs> that's very true.
2: Uh Tomekian ships are awful.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: And the Talmekians make it clear a couple of times that they are not interested in prisoners.
0: No.
3: No, not at that's all. Gonna be,
0: that's going to be laid out <laughs> in black and white
2: tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, tomorrow yeah. we'll see that. So
1: if they come back with just the ship and not, you know, more mouths to feed, then I kind of think they'll get the thumbs up.
3: Yeah, I think mm-hmm. Kushana will be like, good job, guys. <laughs>
1: Better than that weasel guy ever did.
2: Oh my gosh.
1: I do not know his name, but she called him a weasel, and that's perfect, <laughs> so that's his name to me.
2: Oh, Kurotoa. Oh, Kuru-towa.
3: Yeah. Kuru-towa would probably be overjoyed.
0: Like, he was born with a defect where his mouth is permanently crooked,
2: right? Like, that's... that's
1: Physical manifestation of a personality trait. Yeah.
2: <laughs> They're going to come back with the brig, and Kurotoa is going to be like... Oh please tell me you got some potatoes in that thing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, <please. laughs>
2: I've been tapestries. so jonesing for some french fries. <laughs> I just need
3: some good mashed potatoes, y'all.
0: <laughs> Julia, I appreciate that you brought up the tapestry from the other day because we were just watching Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade and we learned from that movie that castles always have tapestries and oh, this definitely. because it has a tapestry is kind of a Castle by that definition It's also a castle in the sky. That's right. Foreshadowing oh. to oh, the next dude. movie.
3: Dude.
1: Little I hints, like it. little
0: hints, and things.
3: It's pretty good. That's <laughs>
0: Studio Ghibli.
2: They're a wily yeah. bunch. Yes, they are. <laughs> yeah, more propeller sound effects again from both ships.
3: Yeah, no <laughs> propellers in sight.
2: There's a weird kind of impact uh, sound effect when they start to sink into the clouds.
1: Yeah, the, the the way that they animate the cloud there, it makes it look like it's a solid surface the ship is resting on.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah, maybe, you know, in this world, uh, with its miasma of the forest and something, maybe clouds are a little bit more solid mm. in this world because they yeah, seem so. like more so. dense. Yeah. yeah. You know. They seem to react, you know, they seem to you can push them out of the way. They're not just wispy, you know? No. You know what it reminds me of? Have you
0: ever seen someone take sulfur hexafluoride and pour it into a fish tank and then make a little tin foil boat and rest it on top of the gas?
1: Yes, I have.
0: I so have if- not. Okay, so you know how helium makes your voice really high? It's because it's less dense than air. Sulfur hexafluoride is more dense than air, so if you inhale it, it makes your voice really deep. Okay. And you can pour that gas like a liquid into a fish tank, and it's clear, it's completely see through. But you can float things that are very light on top of the sulfur hexafluoride. Okay. So you mean mean to
2: say an initially empty fish tank, not a fish tank that has water (laughs) and fish in it? Right, yes. <laughs> that was what I was first. I uh, was trying to picture what that was. Like.
0: So it's it it could very be that these clouds are just dense in a way that yeah. when you fly a ship across the top of them, that it makes that kind of water ground sort of effect yeah. look.
2: And mm-hmm. maybe part I mean, of obviously why it's
0: all... all less dense than air; otherwise, it would yeah. float. But you know what I mean? Yeah.
2: And maybe why they're all filled with lightning, like automatically.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot of material in there generating a lot of static electricity.
2: These
1: clouds, I got the sense that they were like perma storms that they kind of resided over the toxic jungle and just kind of were always there. Is that it kind of uh, accurate?
2: Uh, it works for me.
3: <laughs> yeah, that works for me too. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, because they don't... They seem to be... That's the only time that we really see them, right? We don't see these kinds of clouds. I mean, when... There was a storm uh, when the 1st Homekian ship crashed in the valley. But we didn't really see these kinds of clouds there, right?
3: No, they flew over clouds like this when they were taking Noshka's hostage. And then Aspel came in and...
2: Yeah, but they were over the force. Yeah, they were over it. Yeah. So... So it could be that this is the kind of cloud that that exists like over the miasma. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love that Asbel as they're they going.
3: I hate it so much. You hate it. <laughs> I hate it.
2: Are we talking about the same thing? I think we're talking about the same thing. Asbel's hand on Nausicaa's waist.
0: I'm glad I was not the only one to notice that.
1: Oh, I didn't notice it. Okay. I, I didn't actually notice to watch that. Oh, this I see multiple
0: it. times. Oh, in I order see it. To See it.
1: It's a little familiar. Yeah i know that they have had some quality time together but not that much quality time
3: <laughs> yeah like i appreciate the extra protection but like
2: yeah i mean it's it's a kind of a protective move but
3: she does not need it no she doesn't a, and it, she doesn't need it and also B, he could like f- like throw her off yeah
2: it's like i would be putting my you know my hand like on her you know on the on her belly or something to keep her from falling out Right. That's what I do when back. I break suddenly, right? I yeah. reach across to the passenger seat. <laughs> to driving. protect
3: your backpack and not necessarily someone like me. Yeah. I'm not <laughs>
2: <laughs> But I'm not reaching my hand on you know, on the on their back and, in order to slam their head into the dashboard. <laughs> which is kinda what he's doing.
3: Yeah. Not the A f- fighting move. Yeah, yeah. Not the best move.
2: Yeah, Aspels, he's hes an interesting
0: character. In the English dub that we watched, he's voiced by Shia LaBeouf. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Which, I, I gotta say, it didn't detract from the performance. Knowing who was voicing him, it did not taint the character for me. That's good. Yeah, I well, think it, it's a I kind of, kinda of disagree. Of really? Oh, really? Yeah, you don't, I you think don't agree with me?
1: The person of Shia LaBeouf didn't detract from it, but his voice, I think, was too old.
0: Yeah? Yeah. Oh, no, well, really. that's the thing about anime, is you can never really tell how old people are. Like, that's, that's one of the, in my opinion, <gasps> hallmark of the medium. Okay.
3: Yeah. <laughs> well, how old is Nausicaä? Nausicaä's, like, in her mid-teens, I'd say. Like okay. 16.
1: 16.
3: Yeah. Oh, okay. It was a
1: little older than I thought. I was picking, like, 13 or 14. Oh. So if Asbel is, like, 16 as well, then, okay. Shia LaBeouf could probably voice it.
0: Did you think these were, like, 12-year-olds?
1: <laughs> well, not 12, but, like, this fourteen. like, a Stranger Things... Yeah. 14. Yeah. I, mean, <laughs> I was definitely thinking more stranger things. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I mean, Asbel, I mean, he's a gunship pilot. So yeah. they send him out on patrol.
1: Very true. So I would expect like he's probably at least 16. Yeah. yeah.
2: You
0: got to be old enough to get your license.
3: Right. But he does not look 16. No, he looks very boyish. Yeah, we we've, yeah. we've,
2: we've we've noted that before like a lot of his costumes and stuff make him look like like he's wearing his dad's helmet, yeah. Thing, <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> which we we never see his dad. He could be wearing his dad's helmet.
2: That's true. Yeah. You don't think his but, dad is the mayor of Pajit, do you? If he was, oh, I would. I certainly hope not. Well,
1: I'm a little confused about the government style of Pajit. Yeah. Like if if Lestelle was a princess, that makes Asbel a prince, and their mother the queen, and their father the king. But there's also a mayor.
2: Yeah,
0: I think it's kind of like a England situation where the royalty are
1: figureheads,
2: where the mayor is actually running the show.
1: Yeah, 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 very true.
2: But the Prince of Wales still gets like a you know an officer's commission and whatever.
1: Ah, very true.
2: Flies, uh, flies (laughs) flies a fighter plane in the Falklands or whatever.
1: Yeah, Yeah. right. Because if you are royalty but you are not actually sitting on the throne, then they put you to work in the military.
0: Yeah, it's kind of what you do. And I guess if you are part of the royalty, not to go back to the crown again, but, you know, you get kind of a little bit of power to override people like that one episode where yeah, they Philip were on the told the captain that, hey, no, we're going to bring this guy here instead of just dropping him off somewhere else.
1: Yeah, because he outranked him.
0: Threw his weight around. He
1: outranked the captain. Mm-hmm. So I guess the mayor outranks the captain of this ship.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, you can't talk back to someone in charge if you're knocked out. Yeah, well, that's very true. true. Good point. <laughs> cut down on that sass real quick.
2: I just I love the fact that the Mev is all of a sudden like covered in these uh, <laughs> these packages or these bales. These packages. Yeah.
1: Oh, I loved this. It felt incredibly accurate. Yeah. Because when the ship goes into the clouds and is, like, thrown around by the wind and everything, of course all of the stacks of supplies would have come tumbling down and could have fallen on the glider.
2: Yeah, it's, it's nice that there's consequences to that, even, like, however small they are. That, yeah. yeah. That they still have to deal with them. Yep. Yeah. It
0: gives the sense that this ship was packed in not the most careful manner that these people were running. And so they just threw everything in there and the piles just... Tipped right over, right? You know, there was no OSHA equivalent, yeah, to come in there and be like, "Hey, (laughs) these are not properly secured."
2: I also wonder about firing like machine guns in in such close quarters. Yeah. Uh, That's this, just not
0: smart. This
2: bothers me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: there are at least three Tomekian soldiers, at least two Pajit shoulder, oh my gosh. Sh- soldiers, and they are just firing, I would say, within 10, 15 feet of each other. And no one seems to be dying no, of gunpowder. someone
3: does die.
2: There's one guy that is shot. Oh, there's one yeah, guy yeah, yeah, that, that is okay. like on the Pajit side. Shot very. He's shot. Like... Oh, my gosh. Oh, because yeah, with the way the
0: dudes with the swords and daggers ran through, the way it looked to me is that no one was dying from gunfire. The only people that were dying were the folks getting stabbed.
3: Yeah, someone definitely gets stabbed. Ooh, like
0: Shishkebobbed. Yeah.
3: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ow. This is a brutal, brutal fight. Yeah.
0: yeah. When you're firing from the hip, it just you, you lose a lot of accuracy.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Apparently.
1: But when you're firing into such a small space, it's packed with people... Like there should be a lot more dead
0: people. Should is the operative word. Yeah,
2: Yeah. should. (laughs) There should be like chunks of flesh flying
0: around. Oh my god! These pajit shoulder, these pajit soldiers. I keep saying shoulders. (laughs) It's soldiers. I'm lisping my words, but they are firing at a group of enemies dropping through a very narrow doorway. Yeah. It should be like a shooting gallery. They should have no problem taking these dudes out. Makes to, me think that yeah. the people in the Pajit ship are not actual full time soldiers, that they're uh, just kind maybe. of what's left. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I I agree with that assessment.
2: Plus, there's, I mean, you're firing high powered weapon inside a plane or an aircraft. That doesn't seem like a good idea. Number one. Yeah,
0: yeah. That's how you get. That's how you get tinnitus.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's got to be really loud. Number, and you're either firing holes in the side of your aircraft or if you've got really strong walls, just it's gotta be ricocheting like crazy. Yeah. <laughs> it's just gotta be a blender in that hallway. Yeah. Yeah.
3: And they still need like five dudes to run down through with swords just pointing outward.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I gotta wonder, how do they how do they decide who gets to be the poor sap who gets to run straight at the gunfire with just the knife and sword? Like, are they drawing straws up in the gunship? Be like, okay, who wants to be the guy without a gun running into the gunfight? (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) This is literally bringing a knife to a gunfight.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this this reminds me of the... Beginning fight sequence in Castle in the Sky when the pirates crash the big ship. Yeah. With the fancy people. You know, there's like a part in the hallway where like they're firing yeah. guns.
2: It's, it's another boarding party. Yeah. In that case, they were interrupting a real party. Yeah, in that case, they <laughs> were. A <laughs> <Swanky> party. <laughs> yeah. All right. Anything else on minute 88? That's what I've got. That's
3: nope. All I have.
2: All right. See you next time then on Ghibli Ghibli Minute. minute.